Welcome to Where Will You Go, the FBC Telehoma Missions podcast, where we ask our members and our listeners the simple question, where will you go as we seek to advance the gospel message of Jesus Christ and the kingdom of God from here to the least reached peoples on planet Earth today in the pod? We have with us Isla Carlton and her dad, Adam Carlton. They're going to talk to us about a little trip they took to New York City not too long ago and how that went. We hope you'll stick around. All right, Adam, Isla, welcome to the pod. Thank you for being with us today. Thanks for having us. Yes, thank you. Some people may not know who you are, so why don't you tell us who you are, your age. You don't have to tell us your age, Adam. Uh, tell us your age and just a little bit about yourself. Like, what's, the, what's your favorite thing in the world to do? My name is Isla Carlton. I am 10 years old, and my hobbies are building Legos and playing video games. Playing and video reading. games? Oh, and reading. I'm glad yes, you threw and in reading. and reading because... Just video games with no reading. That'll make your brain fall out. I also included Legos. You did include Legos. That's, that uses your brain, too. Yes. Good job. Thank you. And I'm Adam Carlton. I'm Isla's dad, and my hobbies include supporting her and Evie's habits. So. Yeah, working. <laughs> right. Working all week long. Yeah. <laughs> well, we understand that. Um, Isla, so you just, at 10 years old, you just got back from Queens in New York City. Queens is one of the most diverse, if not the most diverse, communities in all of North America. Did you know that? All yes, kinds sir. of different people. So, what did you do while you were there? What did it look like from the time you got there to the time you got home? So, basically, first we went on a prayer walk with the church and we stopped at a bunch of different stops, prayed for different people and places, and like some of the part stops were really loud. <laughs> Second, we were cleaning up around the church, mm-hmm. and I found something on a tissue you do not want to know about. Well, you've already intrigued me now. We'll just leave it at that. So I really don't want to know. You really don't want to know. Okay, no. that's, that's, I'm very intrigued. I didn't know if somebody tried to make a Halloween costume and put a little boogie in it. Is that what they did? I, no, we won't go there. It was there. worse than that. <laughs> it was <Yeah>. worse. <laughs> okay. So you prayer walked, yes. and then you picked up trash, including a nasty Kleenex. Then we uh, passed out flyers to the fall for the fall festival, which was one of my favorite things. Then on Saturday we did the fall festival, basically like twelve o'clock to five p.m. Was that it? That's right. Without no break, like we couldn't <laughs> even stop and use the bathroom. Uh oh. I was just watching canes get knocked down, stack them up. Watch them get knocked down, stack them up. <laughs> Then on Sunday, we went to the service, service, which was pretty good. Okay. So you said your favorite part, was it passing out the flyers or was it the fall festival? Probably passing out the flyers. You enjoyed that? Yes. Did you go to doors or just find people in the street? Well, uh, we went with the preacher and mm-hmm. his two daughters, and we like went to bus stops and like along that road, and we didn't get much people me and dad on the side that we were on so we just like started walking down and like passing it out to anybody we saw like okay here's a flyer to the fall festival all right well that was a good summary there Isla. um Thank adam you. so you you obviously had to make this decision to go what what was your hope for Isla? like why take her off to new york city for a mission trip right well it was 
one of those things where Isla and I talked about wanting to go on a mission trip, but we wanted it to be the right opportunity. Um, and we talked about early on about it not just being a vacation trip, right, and that we really wanted to have an impact um, in whatever area we went. And so um, when this one came along, uh, was talking to Michael Martin and uh, Jamie Smotis, who is kind of the overseer from the mission committee on that. Mm-hmm. And um, Michael had expressed that he was thinking about taking Katie uh, as well and ask if, like, we might be interested in going. And, you know, we had been praying about the opportunity to go and really wanted to kind of go make an impact. So um, the hope I had for her and myself was, like, we would be able to do something and enjoy it together, um, but also be able to work and have an impact on a, on a community. And so I guess the, the things that I wanted her to see was just kind of broaden her view of the different type of people groups were out there and that there was a need for um, Jesus in mm-hmm. those people groups, and that her world was much larger than just church on every corner that she gets to experience here in Tullahoma and back in Weston Sea where all our family is. And so um, we wanted to do that. We wanted to, to actually work, and that was one of the things we kind of stressed is it wasn't just a fun trip. It was it was going to work and serve the Lord. And Ultimately, you know, what I wanted and what what my hope was is that it would create an excitement in her and kind of create some momentum in her life to where she was going outside of her comfort zone and being put in positions to where maybe creating a little bit of stress, a little bit of concern to where she was really having to lean on the Lord Mm -hmm. and um, really kind of growing her faith in that even though I'm not in this situation, I'm just going to push through and trust in Him and create that fire to go again. And so at the end of the trip, when we were talking about on the way home, uh, both the girls were just had some excitement about going again. And ultimately that's what we wanted. Mm -hmm. I think is just to say like, this is a jumping off point for them to ultimately become um, movers and shakers for Christ throughout their entire life. Mm. So it probably was a little stressful in a different context and culture, but was it fun? Yes, sir. It was. So, did you get to see the Statue of Liberty? Yes, sir. You did have some time to go do that? Anything else fun that you did besides working on the mission team? You went to see the Statue of Liberty? We went to Times Square. went to the M&M store. We went to, like, this FAO Schwartz store. Then, like, the next day at night, we went to, like, Central Park on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And on Saturday night, we went to the uh, Hershey store. Okay. Well, that sounds fun. So there's some downtime, too, to just enjoy and see the city, which is a big city, isn't it? It's huge. (laughs) I think Tullahoma could honestly fit inside of Times Square. You're probably right. And and there's probably as many people or more in Times Square that are in uh, Tullahoma. So, Isla, when you look back on this trip, what would you say is the worst thing about it. Like, I mean, I know it probably was fun, and you would go back, but there had to be something like, ah, just, that wasn't good. So, basically... Don't talk about the Kleenex. Yeah. No, you're not going to tell me about I the Kleenex. I okay, won't, I won't, I won't. This one's serious. <laughs> okay. So, basically, New York City is the biggest city in the United States, which is really saying something, because I've been in some pretty big ones. And, like, you know, like, only, like, not a bunch of people believe in God there. Mm. Like, at the church we worked at, the missions team, there are like, 24 of us. But other than that, there are only, like, 
four or five people plus their kids, which was, mm-hmm. was at least like nine people, I think, that originally go to the church. Mm-hmm. So that was just sad. Okay. So the worst thing was there's a lot of unchurched people there. Yes. But that's sir. also a big opportunity, isn't it? To see some people come to Jesus and know him. Well, you know what that sound means. That means that we're going to talk about the book of the month. And this month's book, month of November 2021, is Let the Nations Be Glad by John Piper. If you were here on October 31st in our Reformation series, you heard uh, the, the psalm that this book is based on, Psalm 96, Let the Nations Be Glad. And the book really outlines the importance of missions and the goal of missions is to make people who worship Christ and know Christ and glorify Christ. So if you haven't read it, it's an old book, but it's a good book. Let the Nations Be Glad by John Piper. Pick it up today. It's our book of the month. All right, Ali, you just told us a moment ago what the worst thing about it was. It's so unchurched, so many people, so few believers especially in this church that you were working in but what was the very best thing like tell me the the pinnacle like the top of the statue of liberty of this trip basically getting people to like during the fall festival they all had to get signed up and they got like a small relationship with the people that are like in the registration services and hopefully that they realize the name of the church again mm-hmm. And maybe, like, realize to have a bigger relationship with one of the people and eventually get to have a relationship with God. That was the best part about it. Okay. Seeing people connect with folks in the church and through through you guys. Were, yes, sir. I, I bet people were different up there, weren't they? Did they look different, talk different? Yes. Yeah. All, all different kinds of folks up there. So let's just pretend, Isla, that you've got a 10-year-old friend at FBC Tullahoma, and they're – Saying, Isla, why why did you go up there to New York? Isn't that dangerous? Isn't that scary? Isn't that a big city? I don't know. I've I've wanted to do some kind of mission trip, but I'm not sure. I, I don't know what I should do. I don't know if I should take this risk and do that. What would you tell your friend? Well, I would say, well, basically, you are correct in New York being a big city. A bunch of people will, like, get mad at you for, like, if they hear what you're preaching or, like, helping with. But it's really nice because you get to help people have a relationship with God. And that's basically the most important thing you can do in your life. Mm. So that's really important. Plus, get other people to have a relationship with the people relationships with the people in the church and just it's nice to get to see the church grow and get to meet a lot of other people Mm -hmm. so would you go back yes sir definitely i told everybody there don't worry i know there's a trip in november i won't be on that one but next year if we do one i will definitely be on that list (laughs) (laughs) all right so adam if you're talking to parents you know and you know we've got the big covid scares and all the other scares going on in the in the world today what would you say to parents that are considering taking a, a mission trip with their kid i mean that puts another level of stress on it's one thing for you to go it's another thing to take your kid along because now you're you're looking out for them. What do you say to a parent who's who's weighing that risk? Well, you know, I think you have to look at where your child is. And, you know, there were concerns of mine about um, is there a full understanding of um, the weight of the work we're trying to do, mm-hmm. right? And that it's not just something we're going to just spend dad and daughter time. I mean, that was a great aspect of it, but that – 
was not the focus for us, mm-hmm. right? And so you want to make sure, I think, that your kid kind of understands and is ready from that, from a maturity standpoint, not that they're fully grasping everything going on, but you really want to make sure that, um, you know, they're taking the trip serious, you know? And, and we had a lot of conversations beforehand to make sure that that was the, we were at a good point before doing that. Um, but the thing I would say is just, First and from a practical standpoint is make sure that your kid from a um, just from a physical standpoint can keep up because mm-hmm. we did a lot, didn't we? I, a lot of walking. We, we a lot of walking. Mm-hmm. Um, she's not joking when she yeah. said we worked that fall fest from like eleven thirty to six without sitting down. Mm-hmm. It was just people coming and people coming and people coming, and so um, and be able to take some some stressful moments because it uh, it just seemed like a mass of people coming at us one time. It got a little overwhelming a yeah, couple sure. of, couple of times, didn't it? And so um, that they enjoy traveling. Uh, that they're they're just kind of ready, but if you're waiting for that perfect moment, I think where your kid is ready from every aspect, mm-hmm. then you're going to be waiting for a while, mm-hmm. right? And so um, uh, there were definitely concerns of mine uh, when we went into it about like, well, how's the travel going to go? What's the safety of the city? Especially when you start talking about queens and people that we're not familiar with, and with all the things that are going on in today's times, mm-hmm. from political to uh, religious to just COVID and all those things, is how what kind of situations am I putting my daughter in? Is this smart? Um, but uh, again, I think at some point you have to take a leap of faith and know that God's in control and He's sovereign and that He's going to. Um, you know, guide you and, and, and place his hand over you and your family and those that are traveling with you. And I think that we, um, looking back now, a lot of those concerns were kind of not important. I think there's a need up there. I think that, um, you know, people are tired of lockdowns, but there's also a lot of fear um, from what went on in the city. And has led to a lot of discouragement in that church, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, the pastor told us that he had lost 80% of his congregation through COVID from people moving out of the city. Mm-hmm. And so they actually had to basically relaunch their church in um, early October. So we were kind of on the forefront of that. And um, this is kind of the first event that they've been able to have since, um, you know, COVID started. And you could tell the weight uh, that that was on him, the weight of, you know, the struggle through all of that on the other people that were in leadership there. And so, um, you know, when I look at my concerns uh, going into that, how shallow somewhat they can be and how kind of lack of faith it could be, when you look at the things that they're going through and the the stressors, I guess, that they have in trying to build a church when you lose it and kind of are having to relaunch. And so, I think God placed us there for that time to be a, an encouragement to that church mm-hmm. first and foremost and to their, their leadership. And, um, you know, I think it's a relationship that is very beneficial to our church, and it's one that you can tell has been vetted out uh, very well through our leadership here and through our missions committee of a, a real need where you can practically hit the ground and have an impact and not just stop in for a photo shoot. Mm-hmm. And um, so I think that uh, the more that our church can uh, engage with them, whether it's financially, um, whether it's going, um, but most of the, one of the important things I think we should be doing is just praying, you know, mm-hmm. for that church and that community. And so um, long way around to uh, – answer your question there but um you know physically 
um, spiritually, where is your child? Um, look at that. But if you're waiting for the perfect moment, you're going to be waiting mm-hmm. for a long time. And so you just got to step out there and um, step into it with faith and, and just stand back and watch God work. Mm-hmm. I think that's a something we've talked about. You know, you want to make sure, and not just children, but adults, everybody, is at a certain point, discipleship-wise, before you send them off on a trip. And obviously, different trips call for different levels of discipleship. But it's almost a catch-22 because nobody's in the perfect place. Right. So there's the trip in itself, the stretching of the trip, the experience of the trip works into that discipling. So it's like this sweet spot of, well, we're not where we should be, but we go on this trip and it grows us as opposed to damaging us. And I think that's what we ask ourselves about ourselves, our children, our teenagers, and others that go. Are they at a place in their discipleship where this is going to encourage them or damage them? And I, and obviously, if they're in a place where it's going to encourage them, they're going to come back stronger. They're going to come back growing. And then the, the fact that, and I didn't know that 80% of the church had left during COVID. Um, I knew Michael had told me when y'all got back, and I think we read through Andy Johnson's missions book, and one of the things it pointed out in that book is just the importance of encouragement. A mission trip is valuable if you go and encourage the missionary and just be in there to encourage that church planner in the midst of watching a new church crumble and have to restart is valuable right. in and of itself without a fall festival, without anything else. So multifaceted trip. Um, and you and you mentioned they need prayer, so we want to pray for them before we wrap up our time um, together. We'll we'll pray for his encouragement and that God will bless that work there, and as they relaunch, it, that it'll flourish. So let's pray. God, thank you for Adam and Isla and Michael and Katie and their trip to to New York, and just for watching over and, and work over them and and bringing them home safely and encouraging them while they're there and stretching them while they were there and using them while they were there. And we thank you for using them to encourage um, the pastor and his his small team there. And we just pray that you would continue to encourage him in the days and weeks and months ahead and that the fruit would come out of this, this trip that would uh, cause his church to revive and flourish. In the midst of very challenging circumstances and situations, we just pray your spirit would be evident and work in his life, his marriage, his family, and his church in their ministry there in Queens, New York. And we'll give you praise for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you guys Amen. for joining us today. Isla, I'm, I'm, I'm wrapping up my time on the Missions Podcast, yeah. and, and I've been looking for somebody to take this thing over. I think you're coming to the top of the list. Is this something that would interest you? Yes, sir, it would. You think you can handle this? Huh? Yes, sir, I, w- I, I can. I'm going to put <laughs> I'm going to put you on the list. You're going to be You're going to be the I, I guarantee you more people would listen to you on this podcast than me. You I did, don't know about that. <laughs> you did good. Thank you for joining us today. Thank y'all for taking time to come in to Thank the you. pod. And thank you for joining us today in the pod as Adam and Isla shared with us a little about their trip to New York City. Isla will be our next host. If we're not careful, um, you pray for that church in New York City. Go by the missions wall. You can see more pictures from mission trips. You can check out the map to see where God may be sending you. Check out those kiosks. Download the Joshua Project app. Pray for the unreached people of the day. Stay on top of missions. And ask the Lord where he would have you to go and how he would have you to serve him. Thank you so much for joining us today. God bless. Until next time.